One of the most time-consuming aspects of fixing and flipping houses is managing the rehab. So on today's video, I'd like to share with you four different ways to manage the rehab and the pros and cons of each, and then let you decide which is best for you. Coming up. The Real Estate Funding Kit is out now. Learn how to get 100% funding for all your deals without dealing with the banks. Claim your free copy at myfundingkit.com. If you're new here to this channel, I'm Jerry Norton with FlippingMastery.com, and this channel is all about ways to help you make money wholesaling and flipping real estate so you can live your dream life. Be sure to subscribe and turn on the bell notifications so you don't miss new videos. First and foremost, I'm assuming that you already know you should not be doing the actual work yourself. If you are because you think you can save money by not having to pay a contractor, I want you to know that this is a bad use of time and resources. The time you're spending doing manual labor is better used finding your next deal, raising capital, building your team, and other high-level activities that will make you more money in the long run by far. My advice to all flippers is to budget enough on the rehab to hire out 100% of the work so you can focus on getting the next deal and building the business. Now, I just released a video where I break down in detail the five steps to plan for a successful rehab before closing on the purchase so that way you can hit the ground running as soon as you buy the house. Now, if you missed that video, I'll put the link in the description box below and you can watch it later. What I didn't talk about on that video was how to manage all of the different tasks that go into planning and executing a rehab. Having personally fixed and flipped hundreds of properties over the past 15 years, I've tried every conceivable method of managing a rehab project and have narrowed it down to basically four different methods, which I'm gonna break down for you on this video, so keep watching. Before we dive in and talk about the different ways to manage a rehab project, I wanna take a minute and talk to you about a concept I refer to as flipper bandwidth. Every wholesaler and flipper has a productivity bandwidth of the number of deals they can effectively manage in a given amount of time. Some flippers can do 10 deals in the same amount of time it takes another flipper to do five deals, and some flippers can do 20 deals in the same amount of time it takes another flipper to do 10 deals, and that's because some flippers have a higher bandwidth threshold, if you will. To illustrate this, take a look at this scale. Let's say that a low bandwidth flipper is a one, and a high bandwidth flipper is a 10. So generally speaking, a bandwidth level one flipper can do one deal over the course of the year, and a level 10 bandwidth flipper will do 50 deals over a year, and in between maybe a level two or three does five deals, and a level five does 15 deals, and maybe a level seven or eight does like 30 deals. So what are the determining factors between a level one and a level 10? Well, there are a number of things such as the flipper's skill set or expertise, obviously work ethic, and risk and stress tolerance, but really the big determining factors are the flipper's management, delegation, and leadership abilities to scale and grow a business. Leadership expert John Maxwell refers to this as the law of the lid. He states, leadership ability is the lid that determines a person's level of effectiveness. The lower an individual's ability to lead, the lower the lid on his potential. The higher the individual's ability to lead, the higher the lid on his potential. Your leadership ability, for better or for worse, always determines your effectiveness and the potential impact of your organization. So when it comes to flipping, the number of deals you do is in direct proportion to your bandwidth level or lid. 
As a flipper, if you're at a level three, then you'll never do more than five deals. And if you're at a level five, you'll never do more than 15 deals and so on. Want to do more deals? Increase your leadership lid or bandwidth level. With that in mind, let's segue into the different ways to manage a rehab and you'll quickly see how this relates. First of all, let's make sure we're clear on what exactly needs managed when rehabbing a house. On every rehab project, there are 10 different tasks that need to be performed. Let's quickly review each. First, you have to create your rehab design, or in other words, what you are going to fix up. Next, you have to create a detailed scope of work. This is your written list of all the things that need fixed. Third, once you've created the scope of work, you need to get bids from contractors. Fourth is now that you've gotten hard bids to do the work, you have to revise and finalize your rehab budget. Five is choosing your contractors and signing contracts with them. After that, sixth is creating your rehab timeline and mapping out how long it's going to take for each area of the rehab. Seventh is scheduling contractors to do the work. And then eighth is quality control to make sure the work is getting done correctly and on time. Ninth is paying contractor draws for work as it's completed. And finally, 10th is doing a punch list at the very end to make sure the rehab is 100% completed and ready for resale. Now, all 10 of these tasks need to be performed and managed effectively by someone in order to have a successful fix and flip. Now, I want you to think of managing all of these steps on a scale of heavily involved at one end of the spectrum, all the way to hardly involved at the other end of the spectrum. And this is where delegation, management, and leadership meet practicality. The most heavily involved you can be as a flipper is what I call self-manage. That means you as the flipper are a one man or one girl show. You are doing all 10 rehab tasks by yourself without any help. The good news is since you don't have any help, you're not paying anyone, so you don't have any supervision or management cost. The downside, which is a big one, is it is extremely time consuming to do all 10 rehab tasks yourself. And just like how I mentioned in the very beginning that doing the work yourself is not the best use of time, self-managing may not be the best use of time either. The self-managed model is very common and is how the majority of flippers manage their fix and flip projects, but it's not scalable. Because it's so time consuming, most self-managed flippers can only do a few fix and flip projects a year, which will keep you at a low bandwidth level. The next step moving in the direction from heavily involved towards hardly involved is to self-manage but with admin help. Let me explain. You are still the decision maker when it comes to design, creating the scope and timeline and deciding on the budget, as well as overseeing the work to make sure it's getting done properly. But now you have an administrative helper who can do some of the lower level tasks, such as requesting bids from contractors, getting contractor agreements signed, calling and scheduling contractors, paying draws that have been approved by you, and any other lower level tasks. What's important to know about this model is your admin helper is just an order taker and has very little decision-making authority, but it's definitely a step up from self-managing alone. A good admin helper will cost you about $12 to $15 an hour or approximately $25 to $30,000 a year. That means if that admin just increased your bandwidth enough to do one more deal that made a $30,000 profit, it paid for itself. Anything over one additional deal would be gravy. 
Now, I honestly believe going from self-manage without admin to self-manage with admin can move you from a level one to two to a level four or five. That's going from one to three deals a year to 12 to 15 deals a year. And in my mind, that's a huge return on investment for a $30,000 a year salary. The next step moving in the direction from heavily involved towards hardly involved is to hire a supervisor or foreman. This person has construction management experience. You'll still need to decide on design and developing the scope and budget, but a foreman can help with those things as well as take on getting bids, finding contractors, creating the timeline and scheduling, and taking on the most time-consuming tasks, which is quality control and making sure work is getting done correctly and on time. The foreman can also approve and pay draws to contractors. Moving up to a foreman or supervisor is going to cost $20 to $25 an hour or between $45 to $50,000 a year. But again, let's put this in the proper perspective. A supervisor should move you to a level seven or eight bandwidth, allowing you to do 25 to 30 deals a year, which again is a huge ROI. And finally, the least involved method of managing the rehab is to hire a general contractor or GC. With a GC, you decide on the design and then the GC handles everything else. Now you'll still wanna manage the GC, but if they do their job right, they should handle the entire oversight of the rehab. Now over the years, I've gone back and forth on whether or not using a GC is a good idea. Years ago, I did a video about why not to hire a GC, which turned out to be an extremely controversial video. Now, if you'd like to watch that video, I'll put a link to that video in the description box below, but promise me you won't read all the hate comments. Okay, compensating a GC is different than a foreman or admin. Typically they charge a flat fee per project or sometimes they charge a percentage of the overall rehab budget, like 10 to 15%. Using a GC can really increase your bandwidth all the way to a 10 because you can hire multiple GCs to manage all of your projects. Now if you're thinking, I don't have the funds to pay for management, let me show you how to pay for it by building the cost of management into each rehab. Let's say you hire a foreman that will cost you $50,000 a year, and you're currently doing 15 deals a year, but you wanna to get to 30 deals a year. That means at the time of hiring the foreman, each project is costing you $3,300, which is $50,000 spread out evenly over 15 projects. So if you wanna cover the cost of your new foreman, build in an additional $3,300 on each rehab going forward to offset the cost. Now I actually add supervision as a line item on my rehabs. That means you have to buy the houses for $33,000 less, but that way you build in the cost. Every deal you start to do over 15 lowers the cost per deal to pay for the foreman. Always remember, every expert was once a beginner. Every level 10 flipper started out a level one flipper. Wherever you're at today, focus on getting better every day. And one of the best tools to help you increase your bandwidth as a wholesaler and flipper is Flipster. Flipster is a cloud-based deal management system that not only helps you organize, streamline, and automate all of the steps to wholesaling and flipping houses, but it even includes a budget tracker and paperless contractor management center and other tools to help you manage rehabs. It's really cool to check it out and see it in action. Just go to getflipster.com. Hey, thanks for joining me on this video. If you learned something new, show some love, hit that like button right now and leave a comment. Let me know your biggest takeaway from this video. I'd love to hear from you and if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to my channel. I'm dedicated to helping you make more money wholesaling and flipping houses so you can live your dream life. And I'll see you on the next video.